Hey guys, thanks for downloading and listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Got a great episode coming up. My friend Hi-Ho Sarah comes on and we talk all about the sights of Walt Disney World in a new series that we're starting here. Uh, But I want you to know that this episode was recorded before the news came down that Disney World and Disneyland are closing their doors for two weeks to battle the coronavirus. Um, So we do talk a little bit about that and kind of the impact that it has. Of course, we don't get to the impact being the parks are closing because we didn't know that at the time. And also, we talk a little bit about our families getting together at Disney World because that was the plan next weekend uh, because we were all going on a Disney World trip. Uh, you know, I was coming down. She's coming down a couple of days later. We were going to meet up and have a great time. And uh, yeah, that didn't. that's not going to happen. So enjoy the episode anyway. It's a great episode. It's a lot of fun. Hope you get some magic out of it. And we will talk to you soon. This show is a little off the beaten track and it may be unexpected and surprising. So taste it and enjoy had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Oh boy, here we go. Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening. By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig. Homer, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast, episode number 90. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being out there, for downloading, subscribing, and listening to our show once again. Every every week, I feel like we pick up another listener or two in the numbers. Not that numbers are hugely important, which I'm glad they're not because they're not massive, but... I do have an audience because I hear from you, and so thank you so much for, for downloading. Of course, you can find us on Spotify, find us on Apple Podcasts, find us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and all those podcast-type places. Now, normally when I have a guest, I kind of do the news first, and then I bring the guest in, kind of an introduction, a special, hey, here's a guest, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you have somebody on so often that it's like, you know what, you're kind of a quasi-co-host anyways, so just here you are. So this is Hi-Ho Sarah, and as I like hey. to remind the audience, it's not a hi-ho as in and a Sarah of ill repute. It's more of a Snow White hi-ho, a park and person travel. Sarah, how you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? You just got done with the Run Disney this weekend. Was it oh, a couple, <laughs> weeks, a couple <laughs> weekends ago, right? Was it the, the princess? Is that right? Yes. The okay. princess half marathon was at the end of February. That uh-huh. is completed. The next one coming up is Star Wars. Um, and then we just went through the craziest race registration period right. for wine and dine which will be happening this november which is a great reason to tell people just call us before your race registration oh, we can take care of you bef- we can take care of you beforehand because i actually had a client message me and say oh my gosh my friends are trying to to get registered right now thank you so much for registering me because i had a migraine this morning i slipped right through registration didn't worry about it and that's yep it's perfect and so yeah we can do this for you and of course i saw the picture on instagram yeah i think you're like you're like kind of draped across the bed like you know and there's like all these medals in front of you you know um it's which i thought was hilarious but you've got so many medals was that all from that one weekend or is that kind of no a, the, okay. the picture that you're referring to on instagram has uh-huh. been so far this year right so those are the race medals that i have how many medals were there like 10 15 something, um <laughs> let's say i got six eight in January, four or five, seven in January, uh-huh. um, and then four in February. That is crazy. Yes. That is insane. It so is. I'm, th- I'm thinking that when Star Wars opens up for registration, because it hasn't opened up yet, is that correct? Star- the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars 21 has not opened okay. up. 
yet for us. I am considering, I am considering actually signing up for that one. My first race, first weekend. We'll see. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm running the mile. I'm doing, uh, for the audience, which I haven't told anybody on the audience this, but I am now running every day, which I hate running. I despise running, but my goal is to run a nine minute mile, which I haven't run since I was in seventh grade, which was approximately 30, I don't know, 35 years ago. Um, but I'm slowly but surely inching it down. I'm now running it like I, when I started a couple of months ago, I was running a mile like a like 13 minute pace. Now I'm running a mile just under 11 and a half minutes. And so I'm kind of working it slowly but surely and I'm going to get it's there, progress. And, you know, it's and progress. one day I'm going to be like, I read it and I want to do it three days in a row. Cause I feel like if you do it once, it's kind of a fluke. Like I did it. I ran it. I pushed it, whatever. If I can do it three days in a row, I know that I can do it. And then I'll never run again. Unless I do, <laughs> unless I do whatever it is in Star Wars. It won't be a marathon. I can tell you that right now. Well, like, for Star a- Wars, Star Wars, we will get a 5k, a 10k or a half option. Yeah. That 5k um, sounds good. I like that. 5k <laughs> is the best. We are team two hour 5k. We get on that course. We take our time. We stop for snacks and pictures. And- I mean, I could walk a 5k in like four hours. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. Oh yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so we got some breaking news coming out from the shareholders meeting this morning so let's just jump into some news well howdy folks let's gather around here's some disney news from around these parts and around the world All right, and now the shareholder meeting was this morning as we are recording. Actually, it's happening now as we're recording. And the big news from that, of course, is the Avengers Campus at Disneyland has a date. July 18th is the opening of the Avengers Campus. They're calling it Phase 1. They actually have three main areas. They have a Doctor Strange kind of – I don't know if it's a show or it's a scenery or whatever. It's something going on that's not an attraction or a ride, but something with Doctor Strange. I I read it, but I can't remember what it was. Of course, Hank Pym's kitchen, like the mini kitchens are going to be opening up, and which I didn't realize this until now. There actually is a Spider-Man ride opening on July 18th. I was thinking yes. it was coming later on, but it's called Web Slinger, the Spider-Man Adventure, or something to that effect. And so, oh. I don't think I've been more excited about a race about a race about a ride opening ever. <laughs> it sounds exciting. It really does sound exciting. And from what I what I'm understanding, it's it's going to be I'm guessing the way I'm reading it, and here's kind of what I'm seeing online, that it's housed in an old Tony Stark automotive building, retrofitted for a group of young engineers, the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, the web. Figure that mm-hmm. out. Uh, the ride has 3D glasses. Um, guests will see digital webs actually slinging from their wrists. No height requirement, which makes me think it's kind of a dark ride in the vein of maybe Toy Story Mania or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast passes, max passes should be available, but probably not on July 18th. Um, they'll have scorecards and everything. It's a shaded outdoor queue, which is huge for Southern California. Yeah. And uh, and across the street, across the, the, the alley or whatever, you'll be able to build your own spider bot. So it could be a whole lot of that stuff going on. Uh, but just the whole 3D glasses, web shooting from your hands kind of thing. That's it's pretty cool. It's so cool. That is and I have cool. a four-year-old who loves Spider-Man more than life itself. Mm-hmm. And she can't stop talking about it. It's and I was really, awesome. really excited when I found out that it's not, it's more of a family ride. And yeah. so we don't have to worry about that is really cool too. heights and, and right. all of that. Um, it's going to be incredible. I that's can't gonna be, wait. It's going to be fantastic. And of course, the reason for people who haven't heard me talk about it incessantly, the reason they can't have Marvel at, on this side, on Walt Disney World, is because Universal owns the rights to a lot of Marvel characters. Um, and so that's kind of been a, kind of a tricky little thing they've had to work with and work through. And eventually, I think Disney will pluck down a check and be like, Universal, here's $3 billion. Give us our Marvel back. <laughs> that's a whole thing. That's a whole big thing. Haunted Mansion, 
breaking down this week, last week and this week. Poor Bob Chapik. I don't know what's – poor Bob. has got so much stuff on his shoulders. I saw a picture. I don't know if you saw this or not online. One of the maintenance doors was open on Haunted Mansion. So as you're coming through one of the scenes, I want, it looked like the bridal scene as you're coming into that. Like one of the no. large maintenance doors was open. All the lights were in there. You could see like backstage. There's like shelving oh. and machinery and whatever. It's just a disaster. I think they closed it as soon as they realized it was open. But um, oh. I kind of feel like they should just shut the ride down for like a month and just fix it. Just fix it. Just fix it. My just my my it. wife, Steph, and I were talking about this this week. Actually, last night, we were talking about how we love Disney so much that we feel bad that some of the rides just aren't in good shape. And I kind of have this plan. If they made me CEO, which they won't, but if they did, <laughs> I would have this plan of every like two, maybe one ride per park every week gets its own shutdown and fix and repair. And it would be a calendar that would be set up like eight, maybe nine, 10 months in the future. So you know that coming in January the 14th through the 21st, Haunted Mansion is closed and yeah. it's tough to be a bug is closed and rock and roller coaster is closed. And maybe, I don't know, uh, a figment is closed and you know, that week they're not going to be there. So if you're planning a ride Haunted Mansion, you can't, you got plenty of time to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. and all we're doing is, repairing the rides we're fixing it we're re- re- doing whatever we need to do if the rides open early great if not we're you know touching up whatever because you know you get on buzz light your space ranger spin and if you look off to the side kind of down into some of the tracks and stuff it's just it's dirty like yeah kind of like you know people throwing trash and paper and gum down there and everything so they gotta they gotta fix that uh they have announced that uh, mickey's runaway railway and rise of the resistance of course are not available during extra magic hours runaway railway opened that last week but during extra magic hours for uh for hollywood studios there will be no runaway railway uh, so just don't expect to get on that early because it just won't be there. And, of course, because it is getting busier for spring break, uh, Primeval World is now open again, which my kid loves. Primeval World's a seasonal attraction. I see you nodding your head or shaking uh-uh. your head like, nope. Nope. <laughs> that is a it's, – it's kind of a Space Mountain ride for me. Like, I ride it once and once only, and then I'm done <laughs> to say in my mental checklist, I've kind of crossed it off. Hey, I wrote it. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Every time I get on it, when I'm on it, I think, why did I get on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so jerky and spinny, but, but it's a little know, when, much for me. when you're eight years old, you love that ride. When you're not eight years old and you're a little <laughs> older than eight years old, like we are, uh, you know, yeah. you're at what, 22 and I'm older than that. <laughs> something, something like that, whatever. <laughs> I don't keep track. Um, That's one of those rides that I get off and I go, is yeah. that ride getting older or am I? Yeah, both. I yes, can't. yes. Yeah, and they, they, they're opening it seasonally. Of course, next week's going to be busy as crap. Of course, you and I are both going down next week. Hey! Not together, but with our families. We're going to meet up in- uh, Oh, in, we'll in, see in each other King. though. Of course we will. Of course, we'll meet up in uh, uh, Animal Kingdom, and it should, which should be fun. Yes. And so, um, so let's jump into what uh, kind of what we want to talk about today. And we just finished up uh, the series we were doing over the course of the year, the Good, Bad, Magical. We took every park and we kind of did a Good, Bad, Magical about every section of the park. Uh, Sarah, you were on for one of those, I believe, Hollywood Studios. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. talked about Hollywood Studios. I had, uh, you know, I had a couple of great Disneyland people. We talked about the Disneyland Park. So make sure you go back to the archives on, on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Find those episodes. Had some great conversations with a lot of great people about the parks and stuff. But now we're kind of transitioning to a new series. And I want to call it The Senses of Walt Disney World. And basically, I kind of want to do it every episode. It won't be consecutive. So next week, you may not hear the, the, another sense put in place. But, um, but The Senses of Walt Disney World, where we're going to kind of take – a, a, a sense, the, the taste of Walt Disney World, the smells of Walt Disney World, the sounds, even the feel of Walt Disney World. And of course, uh, this week we're going to talk about the visuals of Walt Disney World. Yay. The things that you just, you see, that you just see and just makes you all excited and happy. And of course, the easy one is like when I'm around that corner, there's the castle. I just break into tears. Or, you know, <laughs> for me personally, my favorite park icon is Spaceship Earth because it's just, 
you can't take a bad picture of Spaceship Earth. You mm-hmm. cannot. The castle, there's cranes in the background or whatever. They're the birthday cake, you know, somebody picked They're painting like, that thing now, so those cranes thing. are there's there a, to there's stay. Because <laughs> everything is now rose gold, including the castle. Um, <laughs> but you just can't take a bad picture of Spaceship Earth and even Animal Kingdom and Hollywood and whatever with, the, with their icons and stuff. But I want to kind of break it down, narrow it down into a more specific kind of smaller thing. The small yeah. things that maybe you see that maybe other people don't see. And I'll go first. We'll talk about Magic Kingdom first. We'll kind of jump around to each park. But uh, okay. my favorite visual pretty much in all of, of, of all the rides in Magic Kingdom, is on Peter Pan's flight. I mean, you get in that, you get in that little pirate ship, and you round that corner, there's Nana, and there's the bedroom and everything, and you know, Nana's barking at you, and you come around that corner above, like you're flying around across London, and that cityscape down below. Mm-hmm. You got the London Tower hanging there, or standing there and everything, and the little lights are all buzzing, little cars are going back and forth. And of course, if you ever see it in the, in, in the light, it kind of ruins the entire effect for you because it's really just <laughs> a series of lights and boxes. But that cityscape is just gorgeous to me. I love, like that could be the whole ride. It could stop yeah. right there for two minutes and then get off the boat and I'm done. I don't need to see the, the politically incorrect pirates and the girl, <laughs> the, Wendy on the, on, on the plane. I don't need to see any of that. I just need to see that cityscape. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love how you, when you look down, you can even, I love the little cars that move yeah. down there. I have loved that yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. And I, I just, and I, and I, just, I focus on one car and I just kind of watch it as it disappears. And I grab mm-hmm. another one. I watch it and I'm mm-hmm. like, I just, I want to get stuck right here. I just want to get stuck right here. And so for, for Magic Kingdom, what do you, what, what come to mind for you? I, it's funny that you say Peter Pan because that's one of my very, 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 very favorites. And then of course the castle and all of that. I love my favorite thing is sitting on main street and it's not necessarily something that you can see every time, but it's something that I do every time. I love it when I first get there and I'll sit on main street, usually right outside the bakery uh-huh. and watch people come around the corner. Yes. I like watching yes. the people cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of jaded when it comes to seeing the castle and, and being there, especially now that, that I'm here in Jacksonville over there all the time. Right. I love catching the look on people's faces when they right. come around the corner. Yeah, I, I can, I can see that. I'm and you're right, because we've seen it so many times. We work on the corner and we're like, well, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm automatically thinking, okay, it's 10 o'clock. My first fast pass is Jungle Cruise at 10 15. Well, let's go walk yep. the main street, cut across, whatever. And you're right, though. You stop and watch these people come around the corner. And a lot of times you can kind of tell the first time visitors, mm-hmm. especially the kids or even the adults, they walk around and it's just like, oh. and Walt Disney set it up that way. He set it up yeah. where you can't just walk in the park and see the castle. You got to go through the little tunnel under the train station, through the court, through the courtyard, town square, and then round that corner. And around the corner. Amazing. Uh, another visual of mine that I love in, in, in Magic Kingdom is on Mickey's Fill Her Magic. It's one of my three or four favorite attractions. It's kind of an underrated attraction to me. Is the 3D movie, obviously, and everything. Some of the best 3D visuals I've ever seen in my life is the aerial scene where mm-hmm. she reaches out her hands to you and those jewels are floating in the water. And it's just like, if, I, if, I, if 3D movies were made like that good, I would watch, I'd watch 3D movies every yeah. day because it looks so amazing. And, those, and it's, it's fun to watch the children around you too. And like my kid does the same thing. You, he kind of reaches out for the, for the jewels. And all the kids. All the, all the hands are going out, you know. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's gorgeous. And of course, one of the jewels, on the top one of the jewels is a hidden Mickey. You have to watch for it, but it kind of floats around and everything. And it's, I want to say it's off to the right side. And you can only see it for a split second. And it kind of rotates around where you can't see it. But there's a hidden Mickey there. Um, I didn't know that. There's, a, there's several hidden Mickeys in, uh, uh, in uh, Mickey's Girl Magic. It's, Ooh, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to look for that next time. Um, one of my little favorite ones that I always try to catch, not every time because, uh, I don't always go to this restaurant, but I still love walking into the, the West wing at Be Our Guest and seeing the rose. 
Yes. I just think they did such a good job with that. And then the snow outside in the main ballroom, like all those little details I think mm-hmm. are so well done at Be Our Guest. It's a, it is a beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. You can, we can talk, you know, about the food there, whether it's worth it or not, but the visuals, yeah, yeah walking, it's questionable. In, walking in to see, <laughs> see that. I remember the first time I saw the, the West Wing and the first time I got to eat there, because I think I'd been there several times and we mm-hmm. always got placed in the music room or in the ballroom, but yes. never the West Wing. And finally I was like, dang it, I want to eat the West Wing. And they were like, you have to wait a few minutes. Oh, that's fine. So we ate there <laughs> and you're right. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful in there. You got, it's, it's, it's beast bedroom and you got the mm-hmm. rose and the snowfall. So you're absolutely right. Uh, going back to feel hard magic. Um, and I don't know if you ever noticed or not, because I'm a big hidden Mickey junkie. And so when you're on feel, when you feel hard magic and you're watching it, there's also a hidden Mickey when Lemire is kind of dancing around the pie plates are dancing around as mm-hmm. it's, they're kind of in the air dancing. If you watch the shadow, as the pies come together, it makes a hidden Mickey for about one second. It is right there. It is a split second, and then it's gone. But you watch those shadows of the pie plates kind of dance around, and they all come together real quick. All three circles come together. There's a hidden Mickey, and then it shoots to something else. So oh, that's just awesome. yeah, um, and there's there's a lot of hidden Mickeys in Feel Hard Magic, as you expect there would be. But uh, those yeah. are two of my favorites. Is, is that one there? Uh, and my final one I wrote down for for uh, Magic Kingdom. I love the graveyard scene in Haunted Mansion. Um, there's so much to see there. And like, I, I feel like every time I go on it, I see something different and the, the singing busts are also amazing too, because we've actually been stuck there. I've actually had the ride breakdown in front of the singing bus. So I had like a, like a five minute concert of just the singing bus, which was awesome. Uh, but that's more sound than it is visual, but just going to that graveyard, there's so much to see. And there's so many things that I, like I, I never catch, um, you know, with the, with the ghosts and the things popping up or whatever. And it's just how much fun it is. And, you know, you got the old guy there with the dog and he's shivering and shaking. It's it's gorgeous. I love, I love Haunted Mansion. It's one of my favorites. And on Haunted Mansion too, one of my favorite things to look at is when you first start the ride and you're in the room with all the stairs, mm-hmm. we like watching all the footprints. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, was it MC Escher stairs? Is that, is mm-hmm. that, was that the artist that does the stairs? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, see, I'm cultured. Um, <laughs> So transitioning from Magic Kingdom over to Epcot, and we'll get to the monorail in a few minutes. We'll talk about that kind of as an out-of-the-park kind of, kind of section. But uh, over the Epcot, um, the mini train at, at Germany. I love those miniatures. Oh. It's such an underrated little thing because people kind of see it when they're like, walk by. oh, that's really cool. They walk by. But if you really watch you gotta that. got to stop and take a incredible. look. It's incredible. Well, and I had heard that um, – I'm going to throw out a Disney fact that I can't back up because I don't remember where I heard it. But that, that – that was originally a festival special thing really? and it was only okay. out occasionally uh-huh. and that it was so popular. They just, they just kept it. It's I don't just, know what festival, I don't know when it happened, but I remember hearing it. So it must be true. It's yeah, of course it's probably on Facebook. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I can, I can kill a good 10, 15 minutes. Just watch it. Like put my eye on a train and just watch it go through a tunnel, go around the mountain, mm-hmm. come back down again. Uh, and I'm a big fan of miniatures anyway. Uh, like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Legos and building little Lego things or whatever, if I can. And they have that Walmart or target where you can buy a Lego little like, 20 or 30 piece little Lego sets for like $4 or $5. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've got one, um, you can't see it on, on, on the podcast, but I'll show you here on, on camera. Oh, That's my Captain Marvel, uh, ah! little Lego I bought for like three ninety seven. It's like 31 pieces. <laughs> yeah. You and my husband, yeah. man with the Legos. Oh. Oh, me and your husband, we're, we're, we're tight. We're tight. Me, yes. and B, me and B, we're tight. We'll talk about Legos when we get to Disney World next week. Um, but I, I love that. And the other thing I love too at Epcot, a lot of things I love at Epcot, even though it's a hot mess right now from what I gather. Mm-hmm. Um, the monorail through the park is just cool. It yeah. just is. And I love taking pictures of the monorail as much, almost as much as I love taking pictures of Spaceship Earth. Having the monorail shoot through the park, you're in the theme park, and there's a the monorail coming around the circle or whatever. Or if you're on the monorail, you get to see out into the parks and such, which is 
which is fantastic. I, I love that whole monorail visual. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I love the monorail setup completely. I'm a big fan of the monorail. I don't care how old and sticky it is. I love the monorail. <laughs> I love it. And I'm, I'm also a big fan of Spaceship Earth. My favorite, though, is at, the, at night. Whatever colors they use to right. light that ball up. Yes. I just think they're gorgeous. How it's like purple, but it's also red. And then it looks like, like it's animated. I don't know how they do it, it looks like it's animated. Like I'll get a picture of it and I look at it. I'm like, this is a computer animation or this is a drawing or something. And it's just, it's, it's just the way it's, it's, fantastic. it's done. It's, and, it's well, cool. I'm excited at the opportunity that they have with image mapping technology and cool things that they could do in the future. Mm-hmm. I hope that that, base color always right. stays there because if that goes away my little heart will be broken <laughs> well there's a lot of things i'm going to miss in spaceship earth i'm going to miss the 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 you know the the papyrus and everything and you know him tapping the paper even though the the thing is always with, off it's about, never six, tapping. it's about six inches off you know uh i'm gonna miss the uh the 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 afro chick in the in the, oh, the, the, scientist. the scientist i can't I, I, she may have a name i love her dressing is her i do for a I, race coming I, you, up. you should do that with afro and everything That'd i be need fantastic. to i need It'd be to fantastic you know there's the kid laying in the laying in the floor watching them you know pull forward pull forward one <laughs> giant step for me oh one giant step for man one it's just it's i love that and they get the garage and, and of course and finally and i know that there were other things that were there in the original version of fish birth but as you right. go backwards those lights that kind of hang stars. down are just they're so relaxing and I if the whole ride was right that now, i would sleep every yeah. time i ride that ride that scene ends up on my insta stories because yeah. it's my favorite yeah I now just, do you do you stars. pay attention to the video in the little car there where they're asking to put you know where you live and you know work and leisure and blah 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 or kind of yeah. like if i'm with a kid i'll let the kid press it and then there was one time my husband and i were on it and we pressed the opposite of what we would we would decide <laughs> just because we're I, like we need something different i wasn't paying attention one day and i hit the wrong button and i turned it into portuguese so the entire ride was portuguese <laughs> the entire thing was portuguese the 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 video was poor everything was portuguese and i was like well this is interesting i don't know what's being said and what's happening but all right cool right yeah on. my kids that's the one ride we'll let them ride on their own i say that with air quotes where of they'll course. sit in front and we'll sit behind <laughs> them but i always have to get in and hit english first because yes. they will straight up Yep, they don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Hollywood Studios. Now, Hollywood Studios is, I think, it's not probably complete because the parks are never really complete. But we're kind of to a point now where Hollywood Studios is kind of what it's supposed to be for right now. Close enough, which is great. Um, So I have kind of two visuals that came to mind here. One is a classic and one's like brand new. And one, the classic is the Tower of Terror. Not Mm -hmm. just the Tower itself. When you're on the ride, when it opens up to the park. You have that that three or four second visual of just seeing, you know, you're 13, 14 stories up, you're 100 feet up or whatever, and just seeing out. And it's not all, you're not, it's not like you're looking through this magical wonderland because you can see backstage and there's a parking lot, and there's a whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just cool because you're, you're looking at the top of the building and then all of a sudden you fall. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> and people are screaming, people, but it's just, it's great. And you have the same thing over at Disneyland as well with, with Mission Breakout. But I love that, 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 that sight of just, the, the park the right opening everything and there you are and of course the pictures is there so a lot of times i'll try to get a picture of the of the view from from there and then the tower of terror takes the picture and so when you get down below and you can walk off the ride there's me with a phone in my face <laughs> <laughs> no i i would i would tend to agree that's a pretty cool just getting up there and then plus the excitement of knowing that you're about to you know plummet to your death of is, course uh... <laughs> yeah. of course Hollywood Studios. See that one. That one's a little bit harder for me, just because it has been a construction zone for as long as it has. Um, I 
do love, I, it, and I've said this before, I am not the world's biggest Star Wars fan. I'm right. just not. I generally know who the good guys and the bad guys are. Um, <laughs> I could walk around Galaxy's Edge looking at things all day. There's so much to see. The, There's so much to see. The colors that they have in the flags. I mean, down mm-hmm. to just the tiniest little details. Like, I don't know what the Easter eggs are, but I'm here for it. Right. Like, I, I just, it's amazing to me how they built this brand new land, but it looks like it's been there for a thousand years, yet the colors are still vibrant and alive and it's just I, I could just stand there and stare at it yeah yeah it's well and my 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 new the one i had written down too for the new part really was the rise of resistance not just the ride itself but when you walk into that area where all those stormtroopers are and there is like one of the ships right there and you're on a starship destroyer and the floor moves the floor uh, don't moves. yeah we can't tell me it does you can't tell it, me. oh you haven't been on the ride yet have you i haven't been on it yet what oh my god i have goodness. not been on it yet okay so we're gonna stop this podcast right now you drive <laughs> you go ride it we'll pick it up okay <laughs> I, and we're back I it is the, it is the next day how was the ride <laughs> It is, it is shocking. Um, every trip that I have made since it has been open has been a yeah. race weekend. Oh, wow. So every morning I am. So next I weekend when you go, when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're there, when we are, you get to ride it. Is that correct? The plan, the plan is on our Hollywood Studios day, I'm going right. to try to get over there to get a boarding group just for me. We don't know right. if the kids would do it. My husband really doesn't care. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to get a boarding group. And then we have, I mean, I hope that it's early because we've got plans that evening that right. I can't. I can't miss. So I'm going to give it a shot for the first time. We'll see what happens. Well, we've got two Hollywood Studios days uh, planned. I think Friday and Monday, maybe? No, Thursday and Monday, I believe. And so we're going to get over there. And and of course, as mentioned on the podcast before, my son has special needs. And so he's not going to put up with that ride. He's just not because there's a little bit of walking. And honestly, uh, for people who don't know, and for yourself as well, once you get your boarding group, once you go into the ride, you still got to wait for the ride. So you right. still probably have a 30-minute wait even to get into the ride itself. Uh, now, there are, I believe, the disability passes does work for uh, for those on the disability pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a boarding group, you can't just walk up and be like, hey, I need an yeah. ETS pass. If you have a boarding group, they'll work with you there. Um, but there's a, there's a component basically where you, you know, you get on a ship and you come off the ship. You walk into, you walk into this area where you're on a Starship Destroyer and it's just... The, the pictures do you've seen the pictures the pictures do i've no seen justice. the pictures it yeah i know exactly no what you're justice. talking about it doesn't know justice just to see the stormtroopers there and just you know and again you're in space so if you if you stand real still there's a slight buzz to it and you can kind of feel the floor slightly move like you're floating through space and it's just okay so, cool. so i'm really so, like i've been doing a really good job of avoiding uh, right like and, I, and I just ruined it for you <laughs> no i was uh, about to say i'm actually really glad you told uh, me that uh-huh. because i feel like i'd be so overwhelmed with the experience that i would yeah. miss on yeah. paying attention to that so when i ride it yeah. when Yep. I'm going to pay extra special attention. And there's there's like two queues in there. You go the first queue to get in, do the mm-hmm. first part of it, and then you have to walk through another queue to get into the the holding area where they hold you before they actually put you in the car. So okay. it's not a like a hey I'm gonna I'm on the ride now. It's it's a you wait. It's an entire experience. Storyline. Then you wait, and then there's a storyline. It's all part of the one big story too. But yeah, there's there's more to it than just you know hey, I'm going to ride a car. That's it. Um, so that's for Hollywood Studios. Over at Animal Kingdom, the one that I really had that I love is the Finding Nemo show. Not just the Nemo show itself, but I love the puppetry. I love the Finding Nemo the musical. But in the opening scene, the opening song, Big Blue World, when they introduce all the characters, the characters mm-hmm. come through the audience. It's almost, if, if anybody's ever seen The Lion King on Broadway, it's kind of the same thing where the Lion King characters, the animals come through the audience. Well, the same thing here at Nemo. 
they come through the audience. And so you're sitting there and you're watching, there's Marlon and there's, you know, the, the, the tragedy happens with, with Coral and the babies, but Nemo is left or whatever. And then of course uh, we, we transition to the beginning of the show where, you know, big blue world starts in and then the lights come up and there is the stingray and there is, you know, these huge fish, the school of fish, and there's this little, whatever jellyfish come and they're all coming through the audience and it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. And you hear a lot of oohs and ahs for the audience who've never seen it. And I've seen it, you know, a dozen times, but, I love that. I love looking around, seeing all of that. And then when Dory is introduced, she comes through the audience as well. And so she's a fun sight to see because, again, if you've never seen it, you hear her singing, la, 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 And you're looking around, you're like, where is, and there she is bouncing through the audience and just, it's, it's great. I love the Finding Nemo show. Yeah, that's, we actually saw it for the first time about a year ago. Like I had just never, I'd never gone and seen it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful show. And now we try to do it every time we go. Yeah. It's a beautiful show and um, love the show there. And of course, I guess one of your favorites is probably the spinning motion in Primeval World. You love seeing, <laughs> you know, everything goes spinning past you at 100 miles an hour as you're holding your stomach and thinking, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I can't. I will say probably my, I'm, I'm a weirdo, probably my favorite ride, definitely my favorite ride at Animal Kingdom, maybe my favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World Resort is Navi River Journey. That is weird. I you might be the only person to say that. Love it. I actually have like a coffee mug from it. Like it is, it is my favorite. Um, I know that's bizarre, but I, I think it's the most beautiful experience like ever, especially in the beginning when you're going through one of the scenes, like right when the music starts to ramp up and it right. starts to get a little more exciting. There's this scene where you're going under these big leaves that are above you. And when you look up, there are these like six legged frogs that are hopping around that make right. little leaves. And I just, it's my favorite. I love it. So I think much. that's, I think that's fantastic. I like, I don't know a lot of people that say that because it's everybody, so everybody loves to find a passage and Navi is kind of what a lot of people say is they like Navi. It looks cool, but once they've ridden it, they're done. They're okay. We run whatever. Yeah. Because I well, don't know. I think what happened was everybody was so excited about it opening and the flight of passage was so great. And everybody's like, eh, but then river journey, whatever, it's fine. Right. You know? Oh, I don't think it was really worth the wait. So when I went on it, I had like super low expectations. And I was like, I was well, it's, it's not was appreciated floored. for what it is. It's not, people yeah. expect something different out of it instead of what it actually is supposed to be, which it's mm-hmm. never been anything other than what it is now. That's what it yeah. was supposed to be. And that's what it is. And I think people, you're right. People were expecting something. They were expecting more of a, of like, a like a pirate's ride where you have a plunge to it or, yeah. you know, there's all the blue Navi all over the place doing, and it's, that's not the ride at all. It's a, it's a ride through Pandora. It's a ride yeah. through, you know, you're in this different world. And of course, the animatronic at the end with the shaman is just incredible. Oh, and again, I, I don't think people really appreciate how incredible the animatronic is and how lifelike it looks. It's, and so, it's phenomenal. And I'll, I'll just throw into an, another sense here about sounds. Uh-huh. I listen to the soundtrack from that land and that ride in the background uh, well, all the time. I, I listen to find the name, name of the musical music. soundtrack too. So I understand. I get it's you. It's <laughs> just, I love, I love it. Even my kids, they call the shaman, they'll call her Ma Ewa because that's what she's saying. She'll be like, oh, that's they'll funny. be like, oh, Ma, there's Ma Ewa. <laughs> <laughs> another, another visual for you. And this is, this is kind of fun. The Kilimanjaro Safari is 
when which I love safaris every every time because it's such a different ride and it's, everything is different. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've had giraffes in my face. I've had rhinos that have set like we we were the ride was basically stopped for twenty minutes while a rhino was in the road and just wouldn't move. And like the you could tell the driver was just stalling and trying to figure out what else to say because eventually he ran out of material and the, the, sure. the rhino was just there. And like all the bu- all the buses were just stopped on the track because they can't get out and just pry the rhino along. And eventually the rhino moved, and so we we went about our merry way, but. But if you, when you round that corner and you come up on the flamingos, if you look at the island they're standing on, that is a hidden Mickey. Did I you know did that? know that. Did you that know that one? Yes. Because my five-year-old told me. <laughs> she goes, hey, mom, check it out. Hidden Mickey. And I go, holy crap. And I'm sure she said that exactly <laughs> like that. Hey, mom, check it out. Check it that's out. A hidden Mickey. Uh, she, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that, is, that is the five-year-old. Check it out, mom. She also told me to stop being so dramatic the other night. <laughs> were you on? Were you on the Navi River journey? This is so yeah. beautiful. I love it. My life is being changed. Mom, Mom shut up. This is the same kid that put her hand over my mouth on Small World and said, "Let them sing to us." Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, these are the children, and I and I met your daughters, and they're beautiful yes. little girls, and I love your kids. I can't wait to see them next week, and I can't wait for my kid to see your kids next week. Oh, they're so excited. He's going to be all about all of y'all, by the way. Uh, so much so that by the by the end of the our time together, you're going to be like, all right, we, we've seen him. We're good. This is, right, take, take your kid. You're good. Because uh, he can be a bit much sometimes when he loves people, and he loves all people. But um, I, I can see your girls being the kind of girls at a, a certain age, not too distant future. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop it, Mom. You're embarrassing me right now. Stop. Mm-hmm. My, these are my friends. Please don't. Please just don't say anything else in front of my friends. I can see oh, that all it's happening. happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, and of it's course, happening. your job and and your husband's job is to embarrass them, and that's that's your that's your as role. As much life, so. as possible. Exactly. So yes. So fulfill that role, please. Oh um, yeah. So I got a few things uh, written down outside of the parks as well. Just things okay. that I love, just outside of the actual uh, parks. Oh, just off wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the contemporary? And as I mentioned, I love the monorail, but when you're on the monorail and you come to the contemporary, you go into the contemporary, which I know it's old hat for so many people and people are, they're talking and paying attention, but you're going into an actual resort, an actual building. And then once you get into the contemporary, that huge atrium opens up and there's Chef Mickey and there's the, the other food court. And you see like the tops of the, my two favorite gift shops in, the, in all the parks mm-hmm. are right there. I love the Fantasia and the BBG. They're right there. And the rooms are up on top. There, and it's this massive like, whoa, I, I love I am that. cracking up because as soon as you said off property uh-huh. or, or out of the parks, right. My immediate, like, immediate thought was the Mary Blair mural at Contemporary. Yes, the huge <laughs> mural, and you're coming in. It's just it's massive. Just like I love, just I, like I'm, I'm like a kid on an airplane. My my face is mm-hmm. up against the window, and I'm just kind of looking. <laughs> I'm smearing the window, like you know, and I'm just looking at everything as it comes through, and you know, I'm moving other kids out of the way. Boo, boo! I want to have to see. I'm, I'm a tra- <laughs> I'm a travel agent. I need to see this stuff, and so just seeing everything, it's just it's just this breathtaking. You can't see it all. You're darting back and forth. You're looking at everything. Right. And it stops and you walk out and you're able to stand at the railing and just see everything, which is sometimes we forget to do even as travel agents. And we've been there a thousand times mm-hmm. because you get off the monorail and everybody's hustling towards the escalator or the elevator to get down to the chef Mickey or to get down to the food court or go wherever you need to go. And, you know, um, or people are coming on. So you get caught in the hustle and bustle and we, we fail to stop and just take that in and just soak yeah. that in of like, this is an old resort. It's a pretty dated resort. It was futuristic in 1971, but now not so much. But just the majesty of how cool that looks. It just looks yeah. so great. It's so great. Uh, also, you know, when you're on the Magical Express, that Disney sign that you see, 
know, oh, every that, time. That is how you it gives know me goosebumps you're every yeah. time. Yep. We, we, we actually have a, drove not too long ago. We were driving in and we had ways on that was telling us how to skip some traffic and it brought us in a different way. And we didn't go under a sign and we felt like our vacation never started. Yeah. Like it was just so bizarre. Yeah. We were, my wife and I are pen collectors. And so we have this tradition now that when we get to the sign, the vacation starts because we put mm-hmm. our pins on. We there you go. Band, put the pins on. The vacation is over. As we're leaving, when we cross under the sign, we take the pins off. We'll put them oh. in the backpack, and we're like, "Womp womp womp." And it's over. <laughs> Until next time. Love the Disney sign. Uh, if you've ever been up on the hot air balloon at Disney Springs, seeing that visual is amazing. I uh, it's not. it's about a twenty dollar per a twenty dollar per person price. So it, for your family, it might be a bit expensive. It's probably seventy five dollar experience. A little up there. Um, go up, go there on a clear day when it's not very windy and they'll take you up because it goes up to 400 feet. Now they judge how far it goes up based on the wind. I've been, I've been on there at 350 and 400 and in a clear day, you can see the Cape Canaveral. You can see the port. It is just, it's beautiful how far you can see. Seriously? And seriously. It is. I mean, you go 400 feet in the air and it's, it's, it's a, it's a balloon where you can, I think the, it's like 50 or 60 people it'll hold. Um, it's all caged in. So it's not like you're yeah. in danger of falling out or whatever. Um, but I've been up there at night. Oh, my and heart rate the, is like rising. Just thinking I've been about up at it. night and during the day and just seeing out is so cool. Cause you see, you don't just see the parks, you see, you know, 10, 20, 50 miles beyond the parks. It's a, it's a cool thing. Well, I'm going to put it on my list as a maybe, maybe one day. You should do it. It still Make it happen. scares the pants off of me. <laughs> I'm not a big – that's the, like the one ride I won't right. ride no matter well, how maybe, much. Well, maybe you should like do it at wheel. night. Do it at night <laughs> when it's not so apparent how high are you up because you'll see the lights. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful individual at night too, but daytime just seeing everything. Mickey's Fun Wheel, I only do – I hate Ferris wheels. I hate Ferris so wheels. Do I. Anything with a bench with a bar on you, and now I'm 50 Mm-mm. feet in the air that I could, if I lean back too far, I'm going to flip out. I'm not having that. No, no, no. Um, don't do mm-hmm. that. Now, Fun Wheels a little different. Um, of course, now it's the Pixar Pal Around. Yeah. Uh, at California Adventure in Disneyland, uh, it's a little different because it's it's a cage. You're actually in like a little like a little carriage, you know. And there's two versions of it. There's one that stays stays level, and there's one that swings back and forth. I usually only do that if I'm in some sort of challenge or run where I'm trying to do all the park, all the rides in one day, then I'll do it. Otherwise I don't really do a whole lot of fun wheel. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. With we, it. <laughs> we did the, the swinging one once and I was so uh-huh. terrified. I said, I'd never do it again. And then someone convinced me to do the not swinging one. Uh-huh. And I was just as terrified. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Well, that's swinging one because, well, it, it, either one of them though, because it takes so long to load it because there's like 50 cars on that thing. And so <gasps> you're, you know, you're terrified. You're like, okay, I'm gonna get off this thing. And then it, shoots right through the the the, the get off point mm-hmm. and it keeps going right back on up and you're like we're supposed to get off right there what the crap <laughs> i'm breaking out into a cold sweat just thinking about this <laughs> oh it's a bit much it's a bit much so anything outside outside of uh, outside the parks for you uh, that comes to mind just things you'd love to see it, the things that i love to see outside of the parks kind of swings back to that first the first thing that I talked about at Magic Kingdom with people's yeah. faces, and it goes also into the whole Run Disney thing. I could sit and watch a finish line of those races all day long, anywhere from the 5K to the kids' races to the full marathon. Just I love cross. seeing people cross those lines and and achieve their goals well, as silly yeah, and cheesy as that sounds. I can imagine that there's a lot of people, like if I decide to ever go on one, that would be my first time. So mm-hmm. crossing that finish line, 
this is my first 5k ever, you know, yeah. um, cause I don't know that I would go to a bunch of 5ks in preparation where I would just go and do it. Um, yeah. you know, so crossing that finish line or there are people that like, you know, I lost a bunch of weight or I survived a, a terminal, whatever, or, you know, yes. I'm running in honor of somebody or something. I crossing that finish line is a huge thing because I completed this goal for whatever mm-hmm. stated reason. Um, and then of course you got yourself who's just like, eh, I'm just going to do it because I'm a narcissist and, and I, I love pain and I'm just going to do it, you know, because I can, I can lay on the bed and have you know, 75 medals, which by the way, for the audience, the audience sounds so much worse than it actually is. I'm laying on the bed with all my medals. It just, it's, you're just kind of popped up on the bed. You're like, Hey, look, and it was, it was a cool picture though. It was, it was like, fun. Yeah. It, it was, was fun it was, to take. No, and it's, there. and it's, that's, what's just so great about these weekends is everybody that crosses those finish lines, they all have a story and they have, there's, you know, there's just so much behind what just happened. And I've actually, um, not to get like too cheesy about it, but I started running when I was in the middle of infertility Uh and I wanted to show my body that it could do what I, what I put my mind to, you know, it was just, that was kind of my, my outlet during fertility treatments. And, um, Obviously, I was successful. I have two little girls now. Right. But this November at Wine and Dine, my oldest daughter is going to be running the 5K with me for the first time. Wow. And so it's just in Wine and Dine back in 2013 was my very first run Disney race. And so it's kind of like, I'm going to be a mess at that finish line. Like I'm going to sob hysterically because it's just come full circle that now, you know, what started this whole journey and now she's doing it with me and it's just... It's going to be too much. It's going to be too much. I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a mess. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. She can do it too. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Stop crying. I will embarrass Stop her. It. I will. Stop it. She just runs on it. You're like standing there crying and she just runs on ahead. She's like, I'm going to finish this race and be done with it. <laughs> she will. Yeah. My guess is we're going to get about halfway through and she's going to be over it, but we'll see. We'll That's see. really cool. That's really fun. I, so what a 5k is what? Three and a half miles. Is that 3. right? 3.1. 3.1. Okay. Cause 3. my, 1. my thing with the running is I, I it's, it's the stamina thing. It's the quickness thing. I want to do the nine minute mile. Just a couple times mm-hmm. in a row, know that I did it, and after that, I may transition into kind of longer, longer running at a slower pace, kind of thing. Oh, for sure. um, because you know I can't run because nine minute miles, six point seven miles an hour. There's no way I can keep that up for. I'm not a Kenyan. I can't run a twenty six mile right. marathon in, in an mm-hmm. hour and a half. Like I'm not doing that. So you know I may just start stretching it out a little bit, anticipation in anticipation of running a little bit farther, um, because the goal is to do something for Star Wars. Because the other option would be the winding down in 2021. However, that's a month after the 50th. And I want to be down there for the 50th. And if we're doing this correctly, uh, little Hi Ho Sarah, they're going to invite us to the 50th, to the 50th they, for media days because of this we're podcast. We're going to have like, the media badges. And we're going to be right. VIPs through the whole thing. And I can't thing. be like, hey, <laughs> hey, wife of mine, uh, I'm going to go down for the, for the media days for the 50th. And then a month later, I'm running a marathon. I can't do that. So, you know, uh, unless I'm making lots of money, which... Hey, guess what, guys? I'm doing sandals in Norwegian and all the cruises and stuff, too, so call me. <laughs> He's Sarah, got quotes ready for you. Exactly. I really do. So, Sarah, this was delightful. Loved having Love you on it. the show. Uh, Love talking Disney with you because it's just a lot of fun. I get to see you next week, which is exciting. Uh, you get to meet the kid and the wife, and, of course, I I'm met your so husband. I'm so excited. Uh, me and B are just going to kind of hang out while you do your wifey things. and so For yeah. sure. You guys so. can build Legos. <laughs> Although my wife has said before, she's like, yeah, she said, it's always fun meeting your, your, your travel agent friends. She goes, but then I just got to hang out with the spouse because they understand what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> so they get it. <laughs> Watching you work all night and get up early in the morning and having to deal yep. with your, all your, your mess and your chaos or whatever. She's like, hey, I, be, I bet he gets it. <laughs> so, he does.
He does. And I got to give him a, a shout out for this last week with the wine and dine stuff. I'm sure. I sent him a text message one day at about four o'clock and I was like, I'm going to need you to bring home dinner because it just, we got bombarded and mm -hmm. that guy comes home, he cooks dinner, he brings me a glass of, I'm a big kombucha fan. He just walks right. into the office, hands me some kombucha, he leaves like... <laughs> Well, you're my, you're my Red Disney expert. It's funny because I had a client ask me a question about Red Disney and I didn't know the answer. So I was like, let me contact my Red Disney expert. And like I texted you and you can't get back like, you know, an hour or two later and go back to the client, answer the question, whatever. So Sarah at parkandpreston.com. Yeah. Uh, we can find it. Parkandpreston.com is the website as well. So, uh, you know, the owner of Park and Preston Travel. Of course, I work with Magic on a Dollar. Work, I work with Upon a Star Travel and Concierge and you know what? Either one of us. You can't go wrong with either one of us. I'm not going to, if you call me and be like, yeah, I want this, Sarah. I'm not going to be like, what the crap? It's my podcast. <laughs> okay, you're fine. You'll come back to me. I know you will. Sorry. So, no, uh, love having you on, Sarah. And of course, you can find us on magicondollar.com. It's the website, uh, Magic on a Dollar, on Facebook and on Instagram at Disney on a Dollar. That's my, that's my Insta page or my, uh, my business page on, on Facebook. Right now, we are in the midst of the magical movie madness. It's the seventh year in a row we've done it where you can go on and vote for your favorite. Disney movies of all time. This is the first week we're doing it. It's about a three-week tournament. We knock out movies. You eliminate movies one after the other. And um, Beauty and the Beast is the reigning champion. She's done it four times in seven Seriously? Years. Yeah, so you need to log on and you need to start uh, voting. Yeah, because uh, I don't know how much I agree with that. You know, well, Mary Poppins and Little Mermaid have won previously, but every, like okay. Beauty and the Beast won the first three years in a row. And I think there was actually a movement amongst the fans <laughs> to not vote Beauty and the Dethrone Beast. Beauty so Mermaid won, <laughs> then Beauty won again, and then Mary Poppins won, and Beauty is the reigning champion now. So, um, so yeah, if you don't want Beauty and the Beast to win, if you're voting, if that's your thing, is voting <laughs> against something, on and join. I think right right now, this very moment, there is a Star Wars matchup where the last five Star Wars movies are up. You're only the only top vote to get it. We'll move on to the kind of the big bracket. And, um, we give away prizes every, every Monday. We do a random drawing. At the end of the whole thing, we'll give away a $50 gift card uh, from somebody who voted amongst the whole thing. So, yeah, so come vote uh, on all the pages. We'd love to have you there. And come vote, participate, or whatever. And uh, that's it, folks. Uh, Sarah, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It's my pleasure, as always. And don't forget, you guys have a great week. Don't forget to thank a Phoenician while you can. <laughs> thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar, Facebook at Disney on a Dollar, and of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.